This is Brother John Metter, and I greet you in the precious name of Jesus. I pray that everyone's doing well today, and that God is moving in your life, and you're enjoying the blessings and the benefits. You know, the Bible tells us that the Lord loadeth us with benefits every day, that God is always moving and doing something for us and bringing His promises to pass, and that's why I believe in walking in total and complete victory when you are a believer in Jesus Christ. But I want to take you to some scriptures, and this is where I'm going to center what I want to speak to you today if the Spirit of God doesn't take me somewhere else. So from uh, the Gospel of Mark, and I'm going to the first chapter in the very first verse. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out of him unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins and he did eat locusts and wild honey. And preach, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me. The latches of his shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Now, I want to take you uh, to the Gospel of Matthew. And I'm going to read along those same lines. And bring these scriptures together if that's a possibility. I tell you, I am so encouraged by what God is doing. Uh, And this is in Matthew 3 and 1. Those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair, and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. And there went out to him Jerusalem, and all Judea, and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins." And I want to go from here, and I want to go to the Gospel of Luke. And this is also the third chapter. And I'm going to drop down a few verses as soon as I get over there. Uh, And we're just going to go to verse 2. In Luke 3, verse 2, Annas and Caiaphas, being the high priest, The word of God came unto John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he came into all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance 
for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Now, I brought out all these scriptures, and I don't know exactly if I can find it in the Gospel of John, but I brought out all these scriptures in in Mark and Matthew and Luke because they all tell of the beginning uh, of the ministry and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And actually what they do is bring uh, Christianity to the forefront in uh bring in the establishing of the Word of God that brought in the Christ. So, uh, he says in uh, the Gospel of John, the first chapter, sorry, I'm trying to find my place here. The Gospel of John, the first chapter in the 19th verse. Uh, and this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are thou Elias or Elijah? And he said, I am not. He said, Are thou that prophet? And he answered, No. Then said they unto him, Who art thou, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What saith thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of our Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent of the Pharisees, and they asked him, and said, Why baptizest thou, if thou be not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standing one among you whom ye know not. He it is who cometh after me, for he is preferred before me, whose latchets, whose shoe latchets I am not worthy to unloose. Now, John was trying to explain to the Pharisees and those that had come out to question him why he was doing what he was doing because he definitely was baptizing. So, uh, let me go over here to uh, Isaiah 40, in verse 3. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway of our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Now, the word of God definitely agrees together. And the reason I read all these is I want to relate to you an experience that I have with the Lord way back in 2008. And the Lord brought this back to my mind uh, 
last Sunday morning, which would I think would have been the seventeenth, and I was pray I was in prayer. It was probably uh, somewhere around five thirty in the morning. Had to minister that day, and I was in prayer and reaching out to the Lord, trying to get direction for the service. In uh, I was just basically there, reaching out in the presence of the Lord, and the Lord took me back to probably the fall of 2008. And in that time period, I was pastoring a church that I had founded in Fort Payne, Alabama. It was called the Word of Faith Deliverance Tabernacle. Church is still there doing good. It's uh, under direction of the pastor there. Uh, Brother Michael Harris and his wife, Sister Patty Harris, they're who we put the uh, church in their hands when we left in 2015 and came to LJ by the direction of the Spirit of God. But anyway, I was uh, there in Fort Payne, Alabama in 2008, and the word of the Lord came to me, and it was these scriptures that I've read to you. And he said, prepare ye the way of the Lord, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, I knew the scriptures, and I immediately got them and began to read them. And the Lord put it in my spirit to have a robe made uh, and get me a wide leather belt. And I only, uh, I've done this by the direction of the Spirit of God. Uh, it's just a little uh, simple robe. Uh, drop down over my head and come probably six inches, maybe a little more, maybe a foot below my knees. And I got a wide, probably six or eight inches wide leather belt uh, to go around my waist. And the Lord told me, he said, I want you to have this made in the next service. He said, I want you to uh, wear it when you minister at the church. So I got all this prepared. And when I started out of the office, the Spirit of the Lord come on me. I was going from the office to the platform, probably about 50 feet. And the Spirit of the Lord got on me. And uh, I have a staff that when I feel led by the Spirit of God, I will take it in my hand. So I had this robe on, had this wide leather belt on, and I had a staff in my hand as I come out, come out of the office and started up the aisle. I begin to cry out, repent, 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 and prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And I mean, I was crying very loudly. You could feel the presence of God, and I felt the fear and the reverence of the Spirit of the Lord come on me in that time frame. Uh, and you could tell it, it gripped the people's hearts. We had some visitors there that had never been to the church before. And I think I may have uh, scared a few people. But I absolutely know beyond a shadow of a doubt, it definitely got their attention. So, but anyway, as I... Uh, done this, and the Lord brought all this back to me. You know, I spent a whole broadcast two or three weeks ago relating a vision that the Lord gave to me in 1989. Well, that was 30 years ago. This was 11 years ago. 
And God, over the last year or so, maybe a couple of years, has brought back things that He's spoken to me and placed in my spirit. And as I sat there and meditated on this, uh, realized when it was and figured out it was 11 years ago, the voice of the Lord spoke to me. He said, when I had you do this and spoke to you at that time, he said, that was the restoring of my word and my spirit to reestablish my kingdom in the earth at this time. That's what the voice of the Lord spoke to me on the morning of March the 17th, 2019. He said, when you spoke that word and begin to declare for people to repent and to prepare the way of the Lord, that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. He said, that was the going forth of my word and my spirit to reestablish my kingdom in the earth at that time. And ever since that time, God has been laying the groundwork and laying the foundation for the kingdom of heaven to be revealed. And there's so there's many of you, you that are listening to me today. You know that the kingdom of heaven and heaven are different. They're just different children. It's Heaven is a place. Heaven is a place that uh, I know, you know, the Bible tells us that uh, our Father which art in heaven. We know heaven's a place, but according to Luke, uh, the kingdom of heaven is within men. In Matthew 13, it speaks so many different parables about heaven uh, and about the kingdom of heaven. And you start in uh, Matthew, the fourth chapter in the 17th verse, and these are Jesus' words. It says, For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 5, uh, 6, especially Matthew 5, what we call the Beatitudes, is full of parables. And Jesus talking about heaven and the kingdom of heaven. They're different. Heaven is the place where you're going to go. Uh, if you've walked up right before God and lived righteously, then... Uh, you're going to go to heaven. The kingdom of heaven is the power, the authority, and the dominion of God being revealed in you. So when John came preaching and saying to prepare the way of the Lord, repent, and that's the first step in serving God is repentance. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, according to what Peter preached in Acts, the second chapter. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. That's Acts 2.38. That was the first uh, commandment that Peter spoke in, uh, in the New Testament once the Holy Ghost had been poured out. He poured it out on them. And that's what Peter began to preach. He began to preach and the, the apostles began to preach one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who is Father of all, through all, and in you all. And I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you grew up in, what denomination you've been schooled in. When Christianity started on the day of Pentecost, there was one faith. There was one Lord. There was one baptism. There was one God. Whatever man's done to it is not God's fault. 
But there is one gospel of Jesus Christ. There is one doctrine of Jesus Christ, one doctrine of God. And the New Testament teaches that, and it refers to the doctrine of God. It refers to the doctrine, uh, I believe, of our Lord Jesus Christ. But anyway, if you go and you search all the scriptures in the New Testament, especially the book of Matthew, study it. Matthew 5, 6, and 7 talks extensively about heaven and the kingdom of heaven. And if you'll study this, you'll find uh, Matthew 13 is also uh, full of scriptures on the kingdom of heaven. And people need to know the kingdom of heaven, which is Christ living in you. I'm not talking about in your heart. I'm not talking about just having a little earnest of the Spirit of God and saying a few words in tongues. I am talking about the very nature, power, authority, wisdom, characteristics, knowledge and understanding of Jesus Christ taking its abode in you and a church coming forth like came forth in the book of Acts. I don't care what man teaches. I don't care how they uh, break this down. I don't care what they do uh, trying to teach you about Jesus. We have got to go back to what happened in the day at the day of Pentecost, the government has got to be reestablished. The gifts and anointing of God that were poured out on that day, on that 120, it was gifts, it was administrations, it was operations of those gifts. Go and read First Corinthians 12. That whole chapter, the Lord told me, is what He poured out on that 120. That 120 was not the church. That was the government of the church. The 3,000 that got saved later that day, that was your lay body, that was your church that repented and turned to Jesus and they had to have somebody with anointings and gifts and wisdom and understanding to minister to them, to teach them, to instruct them, to establish the church and bring it forward in that is what God done on the day of Pentecost. But we are so far today, we are so far removed from the working of the Spirit of God that was poured out that day and established the church till it's almost shameful. But anyway, the Lord, that's what the Lord told me uh, back in uh, 2008, that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. Well, it's only been a couple of years back that the Lord began to deal with me one more time that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And from 2008 forward, nearly every year, nearly every year, God has brought forth a deeper revelation of His kingdom, a deeper understanding of His Word, a deeper wisdom and knowledge that needs to dwell in God's people. And God's people need to prepare for the Holy Ghost, for the Spirit of the resurrected Christ. And I'm not talking about some little something that's going to get you excited or you're going to utter a few syllables or a few words in tongues. I'm talking about the very divine nature of the resurrected Christ, the very power that we read about in the book of Acts church that brought the miracles, that brought the deliverance, that brought the soul-saving move of God to the church in the book of Acts that established the church. This is what I'm talking about because this 
is what God is now set in motion to bring forth. He set this in motion that there is a visitation of the Spirit of God in the kingdom of heaven. One more time is at hand. Go ahead and and, and break it down. Go ahead and look at the scriptures. Uh, let me step over here uh, just a second. And I wrote something down the other morning. My wife was asking me about the kingdom of heaven. Y'all bear with me just a second. And she was asking me to break it down because sometimes when I uh, break stuff down or, or give her what God showed me, she said, yeah. She said, that's all good. She said, but the average person out there is not going to understand uh, what you're saying, and they're going to look at it like this. So there's many times that she'll say, well, look, they're going to say this, and then you're going to have to be able to counter. And, and I don't ever think along those lines, but uh, she will tell me how people are going to respond, what they're going to think, and then we will talk things out, and it gives me a clear understanding sometimes of how to bring the gospel forward. But uh, in 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter in the 20th verse, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. And then if you go to your New Testament concordance, and I use Strong's, and it is New Testament number 932, which is the word kingdom, and it says uh, Basilea is the best I can pronounce it, from New Testament 935, properly royalty, rule or a realm, uh, figuratively a kingdom or a reign. So when John came preaching that the rule or the reign of heaven is at hand, he was saying that that power that controls heaven, that power that speaks in heaven, that everything in heaven is subject to the Word of God. Many of you know that because Adam gave this earth away, it became Satan's domain, and it's still Satan's domain and will be for a little while, but it's not going to be for long because the Lord has come and paid the price for man to take this earth back and live here in this fullness of this kingdom of God. So uh, that is what kingdom means. Uh, and if you go to the word power, uh, it is New Testament 1411, which means dunamis, uh, from New Testament 1410 force, especially miraculous power, uh, implication of miracle itself, ability, abundance, meaning, Mighty, mightily deeds, worker of miracles, power, strength, uh, violence, mighty, wonderful works. So uh, that is what the kingdom there is not in word, but it is in power. So we've had a lot of word over the years, but we've not seen much power. Uh, I grew up in power. I grew up in miracles. I grew up in seeing God do divine things and, and great things and healing and deliverance and mighty acts of His Word and His Spirit and signs were prophesied and they were brought to pass, but we've not seen anything like we're fixing to see 
in this great visitation of the Spirit of God that is now being ushered in. And I know that the Lord spoke to me the other morning, just like in uh, November of 2017. It was November the 12th, 2017. I was sitting in a small church in Blue Ridge, Georgia, and the Lord spoke to me and said a new move of my spirit had begun. And he began to open some scriptures up to me uh, in Matthew, the fourth chapter, and then in Isaiah, he opened up that a light was now going to shine. And it wasn't but a couple of weeks later, he told me that the great effectual door under the Gentiles uh, is open. And we are now working with different nationalities. We have started preaching over the Internet uh, to people in Kenya. We've got open doors in India and the Philippines and different places. And I believe uh, we're fixing to see a great visitation among the Hispanic people in many nations abroad and also in this country. It's something the Lord's put in my spirit. I'm reaching out for them. I'm praying for God's wisdom and understanding. But anyway, the Lord had me demonstrate John the Baptist with that robe, that wide leather belt or that leathern girdle about my waist and my staff, and I was crying out, Repent. People have got to get sin out of their lives. It's the first step to serving God. It's the first step to preparing your heart and your mind for the Spirit of God to come live on the inside of you. And let me go ahead and finish this definition or this explanation of the kingdom. And and this is what I wrote uh, because this is part of what the Lord spoke to me uh, in 1987 when he began to help me understand the kingdom. To understand the gospel of the kingdom and what it means, you have to break down the meaning of the words. The word kingdom means a realm or a territory or where a king rules. And in this kingdom, he has all power and authority, and his word is law. The gospel of the kingdom is the demonstration of the rule and reign of heaven had come down and taken its abode in him. So when John came preaching and said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and Jesus came speaking the same thing in Matthew 4 and 17, then what John had spoken had come to pass, and people begin to see the very rule and reign and power and authority of God that was in the heavens and rule the heavens and rule heaven had come down to earth because great signs, wonders, and miracles begin to happen. He had authority over the wind, over the weather, over the rain. He could speak and create, put money in fish's mouth, multiply the fish in the loaves. He had power over all demons, all devils, all sickness, all disease. Why? That rule and reign in heaven had come down to earth, and it was God Almighty that created all things in the beginning through the Word, which Jesus was the Word made flesh. So all power and authority... Uh, uh, there had, there had been a, a great measure of power and authority that had been given to him. And if any of you pray the Lord's Prayer, then 
uh, as you pray that every day, you're asking the Lord to reveal His kingdom in this earth. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. So what we're asking the Lord is for your will to be done in heaven that's being done in heaven for it to be done in earth. So I want you to know that we have entered into a time of visitation. I'm going to continue this on as the Spirit of the Lord leads me, but I encourage you to go to our uh, website, mansentfromgod.org, or you can go to worldrevivals.org. Either one's going to take you to the same place, but go there. Uh, our email is there. Our mailing address is there. Write us. Tell us what this broadcast is doing for you. Hold our hands up in prayer. Hold our hands up financially because this gospel of the kingdom will be declared. And we're looking forward to seeing you at the same time next week. May God bless.